And uh, I'm sure you watch Tiger King. I just watched a kind of crazy documentary that I want to talk about for a sec called Wrinkles the Clown. Have you heard of Wrinkles the Clown? I have not heard of Wrinkles the Clown. So Wrinkles the Clown is a clown that went viral a couple years ago. And he went viral for these scary videos where he's just walking in the park. He's a scary looking clown, just walks around at night. And turns out he's kind of like this real scary clown for hire. And so it's a documentary. And it shows like he has these viral videos. So he made these stickers with this scary face and his oh, phone number. Yeah. And you could call him and then he would like fuck with people. Yeah. And you could pay him to like show up at things and scare people. But like his real intent was to scare kids to help parents. To be like, to be like corrective behavioral stuff. And in the documentary, there's a psychologist. It's like, that's not good either. Like that's not. <laughs> you're, you're creating a new subset of problems. Yeah. That's like, that reminds me of the Simpsons episode where they're like, uh, they've, they've got some pet something or else that like goes crazy in the school. So they bring in snakes and to get the snakes, they bring <laughs> or the mongoose. And to like get the mongoose, they bring in tigers or some shit. It just keeps getting. <laughs> That's exactly it. There's not a better analogy could be made. It's because the therapist is really just like, no, like, especially if parents do this once, it could be a thing that maybe if the kid doesn't take trauma into it, but if they do it regularly, this is just abuse. This is just an emotional abuse. And like, there's like a parent that's like, it doesn't leave physical marks on them, but they're also like, yeah, but it leaves really strong emotional marks. Pretty much the same. Everything you're trying not to do physically by smacking them around. You're paying this clown to do. I, I'm not mad at it. Uh, I'm not. I mean, look, you know, this is probably as far as I'll get into this, but as a parent, um, my takeaway has been that I, I am meant to intentionally be deceptive for the betterment of my child's life. Like there are things sure. I have to like, no, I don't do that. Cause <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a fucking witch will get you. <laughs> like, there's no witch, you know, there's no, uh, yeah, it's just the chupacabra. Right. And so it, it kind of makes you wonder, right? Maybe that was the whole point of, uh, you know, like when we lived in tribes, you know, and you had like all of these fantastic stories, but they were meant to like motivate people to like, maybe just, we're not tree dwellers anymore. Don't fucking climb mm -hmm. that tree and you'll fall and die. You know what I mean? And so it just kind of spawned this crazy mythos that people sort of perpetuate these days. I don't know. I think there's some good to it, but there's definitely a line. Like, <laughs> It's true. Uh, and a fine line at that. It's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I see that there's a tool, but like a lot of tools, a hammer can be both uh, a substance building tool or a terrible weapon, you know, like. Well, and, and to a hammer, everything's a nail, right? So it just makes me wonder what this dude's life was like, where he was like, no, this is good. This is a good thing I'm doing, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a prick about it in the documentary. You gotta like, they talk to him. They blur out his face. He specifically doesn't want his face on there. But he talks about, he's like, I wasn't getting a lot of work as a regular clown. And I started doing this. And I started getting more work. So it's like, hey, you go where the work takes you. I feel like I've seen this movie. And I think it's called The Joker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then at the end of the movie, he's on The Tonight Show. Oh, my God. 
and he dances up and down these stairs. I haven't seen the Joker movie, so I can only tell you what happened in the trailer. You haven't seen the Joker movie? No, and I'll tell you exactly why. Because I am a stand-up comedian. And everybody wanted to know what the stand-up comedians thought of the Joker. And I just didn't want to have that conversation. So I was like, you know what? I haven't, I haven't seen it. I can't have this conversation. Instead of having the conversation of I like it or dislike it. And to put it even worse, I have a screener of it about 50 feet away from me. I still haven't watched it. It couldn't be easier for me to watch it. But so, is it worth watching? People are saying yes or without, no. It's without, bipolar. Without a doubt, it is, it is inarguably one of the best movies I've ever seen. Insofar as um, it's not... I felt it was a little inappropriate for the time. And I know that coming from me, that must sound strange because you know that I tend to have more conservative views in terms of guns and things like that. Mm-hmm. But um, the thing about it is this. Uh, I, thought, I thought it was an important um, movie for the following reasons. I thought it brought up a very good point about how we treat people with mental illness. We often mm-hmm. relegate them to this unimportant platform. Uh, we don't give them the attention that they need. And a lot of them that are poor don't have access to the medications that they need to otherwise live a more normal life, right? Mm-hmm. So that I thought was really good. It shed some good light on that too. Um, it did a really good job of giving you a point of view in the life of somebody who has some ridiculous issues, right? Um, but what I thought was inappropriate was that he wins. So I, I'm, I'm sure you know. Spoiler. No, 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 no. Well, here's the thing though. Here's the thing. Uh, he, he, he wins with whatever his mission is. The spoiler would be telling you what his mission is. Yeah, don't tell me what the mission is. I, and, I, and I won't. I don't think I could summarize that for you anyway. But, okay. uh, but put it to you this way. Uh, there's still much debate about what his mission was. Personally, I think I know and I think he won. But, and, and that felt inappropriate because I think what will happen is it will inspire people to do the same thing mm. and not so you know we could get into a long debate about whether or not people should have access to guns and blah 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 but uh i felt like i felt like that was a little inappropriate but i think it still needed to be said and it still needed to be done and i enjoyed it yeah and worth a watch oh without a doubt man you got it did you see if he was a female comic then i would have watched it let's <laughs> put that out there immediately <laughs> well <laughs> I let, somebody tweeted, uh, you, you've seen from the trailer, he gets on late night, right? Yeah. And so somebody tweeted like, uh, completely unbelievable movie, does one spot at a club, immediately gets a late night set. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I thought that was fantastic. From one open mic to that. Um, have, did you see Don't Fuck With Cats? I didn't because I, I know what the premise is and I just don't want to see the footage. So, so similarly... That uh, guy had a mission and he won right but also it in it the question is does it inspire copycats uh-huh. do we want do we want to like glorify this behavior but at the same time if we don't tell these stories how can we learn from them like at my day job um and so for those of you who don't know i'm a red team operator and i work in information security one of the biggest debates in my community is whether or not we should develop tools for hacking and release them. And so some mm. people say, well, don't release them because 
you will teach bad people how to do this. And we say, well, no, you want to release them because it makes our community stronger. And mm-hmm. it's an endless debate on who's right. right? And so, I mean, I feel like it's mm-hmm. like, like, yeah, computers don't hack people. People hack people. <laughs> That's brilliant. I'm going to turn that into a shirt. <laughs> I'm going to wear it to the next conference I go to. Oh, well, thank you. If you actually turn that into a shirt, 100% send me a picture of you wearing that. Yeah, I, I will. I will and I will. <laughs> oh, that's great. In fact, I could see other hackers wanting that shirt. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, big, it's a big talking point. In fact, all the security conferences revolve around that because what, peop- what you want to have street cred as a, as a white hat hacker, if you will, or even a gray hat is to develop a new technique or a new tool that does this cool thing and then debut it at like DerbyCon or DEFCON mm-hmm. or, you know, one of the many cons that they have. And so that kind of gives you- You think it'd be called ConCon? I bet you there's a ConCon. Uh, <laughs> okay. I spoke, I spoke at NorCon because I wrote a script that could brute force uh, key fob pins on a car and unlock them for you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. It was, I mean, you know, it's, you're in the car then what, right? It's not as though it'll start. Yeah but it was still i thought it was pretty cool and so they they saw my video and invited me up to, to talk about it and that was pretty cool but anyway yeah so that's so but every con is like that it's like they're showing you new stuff that's mm-hmm. what you want to go as a hacker because you want to be a better professional but they're worried then that like bad people will show up and also learn these new techniques so just kind of depends i mean but wouldn't that be the same argument for like the beginning of martial arts you're like, yeah, these are really great tools and you need, like the skills we're learning are incredible. But what if bad people learn this? And you're like, oh, then we just make a genre of movie about it. That's what we do. And there is, right? Like that was, yeah. that was the whole ninja debate. Is, yeah, exactly. You know, In fact, books. the next hacker movie should be more like a ripoff of a, a martial arts movie. Like <laughs> you think your hacking skills are better than mine? <laughs> I mean, they did that. They did that in Hackers. Uh, do you remember hackers? Of course. I saw hackers like 50 times, dude. I hacked the planet. <laughs> Dude, that, <laughs> that movie was so ahead of its time. Um, my, my favorite scene in that whole movie though, is when, uh, he decides to give the bad guy the cassette with like the worm on it. Mm-hmm. And so it like, there's like a little montage where he's just like hanging out waiting and like, it shows him walking around and then like, it's, it's like two hours later and then yeah. <laughs> the dude shows up and he's, holding on to a limo on his skateboard. And I would have been like, you fucking skated here? Like you have access to a limo and you decided to skate here? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. For hours. Like, what the fuck? So yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, well, they, they have the scene where they're fighting over the, the broadcasting station. And it's like, you know, it's like taking out the cassette, but then like the other arm comes in and it's... Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While Prodigy's playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like mess with the best. I like the rest. That's it. Mm, yeah, a lot of uh, that movie was misleading for me because I thought hacking would have more rollerblading, and I'm here to tell you that it does not. That was oh, right. you know what? As a rollerblading hacker, I got to say you're just doing it wrong. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, you're spending your loading time wrong. When it's loading, and you're like, oh, I better go to the kitchen and get more drinks. I'm like, oh, I better go to the ramp and do some 360s and 720s and maybe go around the mall <laughs> and yeah. trip some kids. There it is. That's it's all awesome. about what you do in the loading time. It changes everything. It's, it's not like that anymore. Now with these new 
computer. You know, hacking barely involves flight simulators or anything. It should though. That's people think that's why there's less hackers. There's less professional hackers every year. My industry is getting smaller because I think people think of hacking as a sexy, like you like art, you know, and it's not at all that way. It's a lot of research. And I think when yeah. people take the intro classes to get to that, they're like, this is fucking boring, you know? And then, yes, well, computer science. Yeah. It's the much. very unsexy computer science. Yeah. I was talking to a buddy about that. I was like, you know, it's like people want to learn to drift, right? Want to be like professional drivers, but that doesn't start in the car. That starts in a classroom where they're showing you physics mm-hmm. of like how you can maneuver this vehicle. And you need to understand that physics. And people are like, math? Fuck this. I'm out. So. Oh, dude. See, I consider it like the saxophone. As a kid, when we're all like in school and like, what instrument do you want to play? We all wanted to play the saxophone. And as an adult, nobody wants to play the saxophone. You're like, what am I going to be? Kenny G? Like, no way. Yeah. I could have chose the electric guitar. The thing that still works as a... 30 year old man that i would want to play if i was at a party and someone's like oh i play the saxophone there's no other musician you're not like well why don't you play us all a song mr one saxophone by himself i might you know like i'd be into that but it would it would be it would be a little odd i I agree (laughs) yeah but it's like he's like i still know hot cross buns on the saxophone you're like you know what (laughs) i understand what got you here was a sexy image but what we actually have in front of us I have a, a cousin who, everyone in my family has musical talents except me. But uh, the next person up is a cousin of mine who's, he's got the least musical talent while still being able to play an instrument. So he's better than I am. But he, he plays the recorder like, in, like from grade school and he mm-hmm. can only play the Titanic theme. And so, but, but he, like, <laughs> he refuses to not do this. So whenever we do family reunions, everyone's like got the piano and the guitar and they like jam and sing. And then like, in, in the midst of this, there'll be like a, a four minute interlude. It's like, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> every time, every time. And everyone's like, oh, <laughs> that's funny. I used to fuck with my coworkers by like every now and then, like, you know, like we take turns playing music and I would just choose whatever the last guy played, but in pan pipes, because <laughs> there's like pan pipe versions of everything. That's and like, of course, if you play anything on Pan Pipes on YouTube, the Titanic theme in Pan Pipes is right behind it. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, though. That's really funny. Yeah, it's like it's the Pan Pipe uh, Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> or Smoke Over the Water. Bam. Yeah, exactly. It's where you start, it's what you do. There it is. <laughs> That's actually really funny. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen Reddit has a whole thing of people taking triumphant moments in sports and they put the the theme song to the Titanic behind it. So like there's a group that does it with every hockey game. They do clips of every hockey game and they show the final goal and they lead up to it all like slow. And then there's like the you're here as they like score the, the final goal and they're all celebrating. Nothing I fear. And it, and it's it just, every time. Yeah. That song should be in every sports movie. It should be the theme of Mighty Ducks, actually, if you ask me the honest to God truth. I recently watched Mighty Ducks because I had not as a child. When I was in D.C., I was living alone and I had all the time in the world. And, uh, and I decided uh, to, to watch them. And I liked part one and I liked part two. I thought three was unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that we didn't need Mighty Ducks three. 
It doesn't even have Emilio Estevez in it. I never saw Mighty Ducks 3. You don't? You're but, not? But if I was to be the guy, if they if they sent me in an office, they're like, hey, you need to make Mighty Ducks 3. I'd be like, well, we're just going to make it a ripoff of Rocky 3 or 4, I think. We're going <laughs> to... <laughs> like, it should be like, oh, they're playing against adults now, and they have fucking muscles, and they're all Russian, and the president's there, and just make it way over the top. Just something that doesn't need to happen. Something oh. that ends with the with the Titanic theme song. <laughs> Something that just really brings it all around. Dude falls through the ice. You're like, why are they? Oh yeah, exactly. Instead yeah, of Bombay, Bombay, just falls through the ice. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's uh, you know. Or Goldberg just drops his uh, like Twinkie or whatever, whatever he needs to drop to make it dramatic. Did Did you ever fall asleep during a movie? That yeah, of course. You saw it one time. Oh, so I only have half of a memory of the movie? Yeah. Um, I know I must have. I'm trying to... Oh, yeah, yeah. There's that King Kong movie that came out like two, three years ago. I did. Okay. Oh, well, we'll circle back to that because I want to hear about that. But um, I don't know it. I fell asleep. I never went back and watched it. Well, okay. So maybe this is just me. But if I fall asleep to music or to a movie, I will visualize what's happening on the screen in my head and in my dream. No, oh, I'm blackout. No, I black out. Oh, okay. So I fell asleep during Top Gun. I, and I don't know why I thought of this when we were talking about the, the Titanic. Theme That's up. fine. We can go there. And in my dream, by, I was like, I don't know, 10. But in my dream, Goose survives. <laughs> and so uh, and he, he like was held captive, but he's good. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and because I was 10, I just grew up thinking that that's really what happened. And so now that Top Gun 2 is coming out, I was like, shit, like, I can't, I won't, like, Goose is going to be there? And people are like, dude, Goose died. And I was like, no, he's good. And I just had this memory ingrained that I was, like, arguing with people, like, kind of, you know, a uh, little, little angry, like, he survives. And so I rented it recently, and, and no, he doesn't. He dies. Michael no, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a pretty big scene for it, the whole thing. In fact, there's a turning point in the whole storyline. It is. That's true. Yeah, right. No, no, I know. I know now. And I felt foolish, but for almost 20 some years, I thought I just. But I do think for Top Gun 2, Tom Cruise should get a goose, an actual goose to be his co-pilot. <laughs> That's how good he is. He's like, I don't need yeah, no, it's just like, I got all the partner I need right here. Right, goose? <laughs> Randomly. <laughs> yeah. like during the day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just every now and then. Little... <laughs> they still do the high five. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, exactly that. From top and bottom. <laughs> they yeah, can have a whole nother beach volleyball scene, but there's one goose there in the middle of it. Well, Just get ha- tumbled by the ball. What happens is that Tom Cruise becomes very esoteric, and he finds out that Goose has reincarnated into a literal goose. So oh, yeah, he definitely <laughs> believes that, but nobody else does. <laughs> right. <laughs> but for some reason, this goose is very adept at being a wingman up there. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. like Chewbacca, where it's like, that- he knows what he's doing. <laughs> Of course. Yeah, and the goose has sunglasses and a flat top. Meg Ryan gets it, so they're still together. <laughs> yeah, they hook up and and he plays the piano. It sounds perfect. That's right. I am actually excited for part two, I'm not gonna lie. It looks great. It looks way better than it's supposed to, which sounds awesome. I wonder if we'll get a Val Kilmer cameo. That's the real question. We'd be It'd be a real miss if they didn't get the Iceman. He's a big part of this. 
and he's a great actor. I know he just doesn't look the same. No, he has been through some shit. He didn't keep it together quite the way that uh, Tom Cruise did. Yeah, but nobody actually has. That's fair. That's actually yeah. Weird. Yeah, no, Tom Cruise is the freak for still looking good. Val Kilmer. Solid point. You're right. Yeah, it's crazy because it's like, you know, I don't know if you know what Kelly McGinnis looks like now. No. Her age. She looks her age. People will get mad at me in the comments as soon as I say anything, but she looks her age. It is fine for her, her age. It is not like she's not sexy for her age. She's just her age now. She's not the sex thing that she was. Oh, yeah, no. she. Yeah, well, there it is. That's probably why they got What's-Her-Face instead. Yeah, probably. You think that there is a... <laughs> you think that conversation was long? <laughs> they were like, thank you. <laughs> we bring everybody back but here's the thing <laughs> yeah oh i would love to have sat down there and like we're bringing everyone back we're bringing back tom cruise kelly mcginnis and then they flip the laptop around and show what she looks like we'll find someone else they're like you know what no, no, this is not a showstopper we can still have her there but here's the thing <laughs> yeah she doesn't look anything like she used to yeah but she should still make a cameo she well, should still be tom cruise's lover what no no what we'll do is what we'll do is it'll play to the cards we'll just say that she's so such a professional that she wouldn't compromise her career to be with a student and that's why it fizzled and we'll bring in uh jennifer Connolly, who still looks mm-hmm. good who is not in the original who is not well that's because she was a little girl i wonder how old how old now, if, tom cruise i'm gonna guess 55 years old He's 57. Nice. Jennifer Connelly is 49. See, now if they got uh, George Lucas to make Top Gun 2, they Uh would re-release Top Gun 1 six months before, but CGI Jennifer Connelly into (laughs) the movie. That's actually really funny and accurate. Uh, Yeah, but they wouldn't take away Kelly McGinnis at all. It would all of a sudden be like, whenever she leaves screen, there'd just be a young... Uh, Jennifer Conley just there like Maverick and then this cut you know like this. <laughs> she's uh, she's 62 Kelly McGinnis Kelly McGinnis is, is uh, 62 you know she doesn't look a day over 62 <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is accurate these are facts mm-hmm. yeah when I put this out there that's what if I want you guys to Google anything from this podcast, it's Wrinkles the Clown, Kelly McGinnis now. <laughs> and hackers slash rollerblades. <laughs> it's right. And the uh, Mighty Ducks. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mighty Ducks 3 was no good. It, uh, they peaked it too. And it was the, the story for two was too big because that was the Olympics is what they were doing. They yeah. were playing the Russians. And then in three, it was like, what do we play? Aliens? Yeah, but they're playing Russian kids. They really did. They went to, they did go from Rocky one to Rocky four. That is true. Uh, yeah, no, the first one is definitely Rocky, which by the way, I forget who it is. There is somebody whose career resume, I've looked it up before, is three movies. Rocky one, Karate Kid one, and Mighty Ducks one. Wow. They made three movies, all of them had sequels, and they all have the same plot. 
it was like every 10 years they're like you want to do another one they're like all right uh another sport uh and the sport and got it, smaller it went from it, boxing to kids karate to kids hockey who is it i'm trying to remember who it is it might be one it, of the producers it, or one something of the kids or it's an adult it's somebody behind the camera who's an adult oh interesting they appeared in none of them oh oh i then i wouldn't know at all i didn't it's like one of the producers into, of it or something yeah you know what's good uh cobra kai on the on the youtube red i uh was around for when they did the promo pictures they do promo pictures at my work and oh. they did that with there well Which I, i'll be happy to say johnny did everyone's picture when they asked he was on videos being like, sweep the leg, you know, like he did everything that you want him to do. Uh, he, well, did you see it or no? No, I don't have interest. Okay. Did, did you not like Karate Kid 1, 2, and 3, and 4? I liked one. That was it. I liked one oh, and that was it. it. Okay. That's fair. Well, so I, I... You know, it's like, shame me. Fool me once. Shame on me. <laughs> Yeah, fool me okay. three times rebooting this thing. Shame. Well, they rebooted it twice. Uh, they did it with the girl. Yeah, that's the next Karate Kid. That was number. And then two. they did it with Jaden Smith. Yeah, the girl is uh, what's her face? Um, uh, the actress, the the Oscar winner, Hillary Swank, right? Hillary Swank, that's the one. She's also in The Office, is whether she's hot or not. She's pretty funny. Um, yeah, I uh, saw her once in public, and I did not know that existed. And I saw her at the Hollywood Bowl. And I walked to my friend. I was like, just saw Hillary Swank. And I can't figure out if she's like super hot or not at all. And he was just like, yeah, we've heard that before. And I was like, oh, I'm not alone in this because it's confusing. We should walk past her again. There's her seat. And you tell, yeah. tell me. And we did. And he was like, it's hard. I've heard she's really nice. Uh, but I, She has reason not to be nice to me. I did that to her. Well, uh, the last time I saw her in anything was uh, Logan Lucky. Um, with uh, Channing Tatum and the guy who's uh, the evil Jedi in the new Star Wars. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I forget his name. What, Kylo Tom Ren? Solo's kid, yes. Yeah, Adam Driver. That's the one. I hate him. He's Why? ugly. He's ugly. He gets I... the girl, what? No, no. Briefly. And then he, and then he spoils. He has a he weird, died. that last movie... I have such a love hate relationship with it. I'm happy what they did with it. I'm happy that it exists. It's kind of garbage, though. Um, I liked it better than the middle movie. Sure. There's too much exposition done by ghosts of the past. You're like, you know, if we just told the story well, we don't need to bring in the old actors to explain what the story is. Same with, yeah, that's a really good point. Because that happened multiple times. With every main character, there was a ghost that explained to them what just happened. And it just happened. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, Kylo <laughs> yeah, Ren. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> but Ben Solo's still around. And you're like, yeah, he's right here. I just, the scene before, I watched him die, and now he's here, and he's in different clothes. I understand what this means. If you're a big Star Wars fan, and you understand symbolism, or else you don't understand Star Wars. And so you're just like, yeah, no, we got it. You can go back to hating the movies at your house, Harrison Ford. It's the first time I've seen Harrison Ford show up in a Star Wars. You're like, we don't need this. Yeah. Okay. Well, they should have had an Ewok ghost show up to explain the Ewoks at the end what happened. They're like, oh, the movie's finally over. That that would legitimately make me happy. I, I think about that a lot. But the, the, the difference being that 
I'm not, I can't claim to be a Star Wars fanatic. Thus, I'm not really a fan. I've seen the movies, all of them now, finally. Uh-huh. And I and I enjoyed myself, certainly. But, but I didn't, like, I guess, I don't know why the mythology didn't grab me like it has grabbed so many people. Because it is uh-huh. an awesome story and, you know, it's very cyclical and yeah i'll agree with this um but but i think i was i was too old and the special effects ripped me out of the story had i seen it as a kid where i would have been a little more forgiving i think it would have like really gripped me the way that Mm. like for example harry potter the book series i was 12 when i started reading them and that like took over my life right Mm. uh i don't know that it would have had the same effect at this age but maybe i don't know because there's people who read it while they were see now i like harry potter i'm not obsessed with harry potter and i think it's because i have star wars and so like i watch this other generation have their star wars Mm. you know it's and i really kind of view it that way we're like oh no i appreciate this for all it is i love going to universal and seeing what they've done i see every movie that gets released but i'm not emotionally invested in it you know like dumbledore dies so he dies you know like well, it's not the same to me as Han Solo dying. Right. No, sure. Or Sirius Black to me, for that matter. Um, oh, yeah. Good example. Sirius Black. For like, us, that knew Boba Fett's death. Yeah. I, you know, when you're right, I saw Han die. I understood what that meant. And I was like, oh, that sucks. I really mm-hmm. like him. But, uh, but yeah, when Sirius Black died. These are, by the way, serious spoilers. But I feel like if you've come this far and you don't know them, then you're obviously not. You're a not a fan. No, just downright. If it took you five years to learn what happened, you're not a fan. Yeah. Uh, I really feel that way about the Star Wars things. It's like, yeah, you know what? If it took you more than three months to watch that movie, it's fine. The spoiler's not going to hurt you because you're not that invested. Right, 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 right. Well, so my my sister, this is an interesting little tidbit about my family. My sister grew up in San Rafael, uh, which is in, you know, San Francisco Bay Area. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to America, but she was older, so she fell into the wrong crowd, and she was like a chola. I'm talking like Ben Davis, like Sharpie for the eyebrows, and like oh, dude, I yeah, I looked up to them in middle school. Yeah, so did I, because she protected me. But um, but I was like Pokemon Master and just a total dork. Uh-huh. And we had an Nintendo sixty. You know how they say that? You were stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. No, and like she never really nailed the position of her eyebrows <laughs> she always, she always kind of looked confused you know what I mean? so i feel like her gang nickname should have been la confused la confucius like but uh anyway that's my sister so uh we got a nintendo 64 and someone gave me uh zelda ocarina of time one of the she best was, of all time well so she was like that's a dumb game whatever but but uh it, she got into a fight and like hurt her legs. She couldn't fucking go anywhere. And so she played this game through and through and like loved it. But she yeah. couldn't say that in front of her friends. And I remember we were walking by uh, Pier 39, which they do cosplay. And a dude yeah. walked by dressed as Link. And my sister's like, oh my God, Link. And he like turned around and smiled. Her friends looked at her and him. And then she goes, what idiot. <laughs> totally crushed <laughs> this dude. Yeah. So, but now that she's older... And not trying to be cool, uh, she's got the Disney Plus, and she binged Star Wars from the beginning to the end, and mm-hmm. she like loves it. She's like, "This is the greatest thing I've ever seen," and I don't know why it took me so long to watch it. Just totally enamored with it. So you know, maybe it's not too late for some people. She yeah, definitely maybe it's not. loves it. I would love it if she was with her cholo friends, 
and a car drives by and it's like do 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 you know and she's just like oh just loving it yeah yeah what do i do next yeah that's the song that hits me the most she was yeah she was too cool she couldn't she cried when the the dooku tree died at the end oh it isn't yeah that's a big moment yeah, well, I mean, I she I wasn't playing because she was she was stronger than me in those days, so I just watched her play that game. But yeah, when that tree went down, she was like, ah, just <laughs> I really invested in this fucking video game. Yeah, that's like when Groot dies. Yeah. Oh well. Wow. I was just trying to think of if I ever got emotional over a tree dying. And um, that would be Groot. Yeah. In Karate sure. Kid Three, when the bonsai tree gets ripped on the side of the mountain and falls down. Uh, is that a real scene? Are you making this up? Is that real? It, it's not a real scene. There really is a bonsai okay. tree. They really do pull it out of the side. Well, of I know the... that there's like a big bonsai tree thing in the first movie. In the I've second, only seen the first two. In the second. There's no bonsai well, tree. There's a, yes, there is. In his apartment. He just snips at oh, it. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yes. That's, so he's, oh, yeah. That's well, he. So I've seen the first one like a hundred times. I got that movie memorized. I think. what when When does Miyagi die? Is that three? It's got to be three because I don't recall him dying. No, he doesn't die because he's in four. Something happens to Miyagi and Danny's son travels to the small little island. Oh, of, that's, that's the second movie. Okay, and he takes the bonsai and plants it in the side of the mountain yeah. for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember why he does that because Miyagi is obviously still alive since he's back yeah. in for three. Yeah, but he needs the plant. There's a connection there. Uh, right. Yeah. So... If Mr. Miyagi died on the movie, they should have him fade away. <laughs> Just be like, Daniel, <laughs> sweep the leg. You must. <sighs> that would be fantastic, and I would pay money to see that. Barrientos. There he is. There he has it. The funny thing with this, you know, this podcast, I explained it last week. This episode was just how we talk to loosen ourselves up. And like, that's like what I need sometimes. It's just like a goofy conversation where it's like, hey, you want to just, you want to just like dunk baskets, except like when I say dunk baskets, which no one says it like that. I mean, just go for the jokes. Have a good time. That's like a good unwinding. That's like what people go home and have a drink for. That's what this conversation is for me. It's just like, no, Jose, you're going to help me unwind right now, tonight. And that's what he just did. And I love him for it. And if you want to follow him on his social media, his Instagram is Jose underscore Barrientos underscore. Boom. When Jose, when I asked him to do this, he was like, what do I need to know about? Like, and like, can we like, you know, like, cause I always ask like, what should we not talk about? What do we talk about? And he was like, you know, like trying to figure all that out. And I was like, dude, just trust me. We're going to talk about stupid shit. We're not going to cover nothing important. Boom. Which by the way, guys, happy 4th of July. If you're listening to this on the day it comes out or the weekend it comes out, it's 4th of July. I do not know if we're going to have fireworks anywhere. I hope we do. I mean, I know we get like 
three or four every 30 minutes in the neighborhood, but I mean like a real 4th of July fireworks show is so needed. I need fireworks so badly. I go to Disneyland all the time, so I haven't seen fireworks in months. Normally, I see fireworks like every three weeks because of how often I go to Disneyland. I haven't seen them in so long. I, I love fireworks. I hope you guys get to see some fireworks. Happy 4th of July. I also want to offer you guys something. If you have a podcast and you're listening to this podcast and you've reviewed my podcast and you subscribe to my podcast, let me know and I will subscribe and review your podcast as well. That's something I want to give to you guys. You know, like if I've already, if you've already done those things and I haven't returned the favor, let me know. I'll return the favor. Or if you just want to do it right now and then tell me and then have me return the favor, let's do it. Scratch my back. I scratch yours. Let's trade that stuff. I'm down for that. Don't tell the people listening that some of those things are tit for tat. But for real, tit for tat. I'll do it. Let's do that now. Why not? Uh, what else do I have to tell you guys? Next, next episode, Kane Holloway. Love this guy. He's from Seattle. I met him out here. I met him on a, I met him on a weird day. I met him on a weird day where he, uh, he was. He was with his girlfriend, and they both got too drunk and left the football game early. Like, they came over from Monday Night Football, got too drunk too fast, and just left. They didn't say anything because they didn't want to embarrass themselves. But then the next time I saw Kane, we just started ripping into each other viciously. And we loved it. So you're going to like this dynamic between me and Kane. You're going to see it on Monday. Just have fun back and forth with each other. Um, If you... Wanted to see a little more that dynamic immediately. I did his podcast, Well Actually. That's called. That's what it's called, Well Actually. It's a trivia show about Disney. I fail the Disney trivia, but it's on the internet right now. It's fun. It's uh, like it's like two and a half hours. I'll let you guys know that. The first hour is actually just a fun conversation. The last hour and a half is just me getting grilled on Disney and not knowing it which is another fun, different thing. But, like, you can easily separate it into two if you guys are, like, need more Aaron. If not, you know, you can wait till Tuesday. We're going to have Kane on. Guys, thank you very much for listening, and thank you for putting up with me. Follow me on at Aaron M. Marsh on everything. Whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong Whether I find a place in this world or never belong I've got to be me, I gotta be me What else can I be but what I am? I'll go it alone, that's how it must be I can't be right for anyone else if I'm not right for me. I've got to be free. I gotta be free. Derek, I try to do.